this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. I appreciate you all coming back for another episode. And today I want to talk about uh, a topic that you don't really hear discussed all that often because I think we all have heard that we need a budget and it's always pounded in everyone's head and either you love budgets or you just absolutely hate them. But there isn't a lot of conversation around how do you structure your bank accounts within your whole financial life. And so that's why I've asked founder of the poiselifestyle.com and creator of the high five banking method, which was recently featured on Forbes, Sirenese Pierce to join us. So how's it going? Hey, Chris, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here on the Popcorn Finance Podcast. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I'm happy that you uh, that you're able to come on and, and talk about this, this really interesting way that you handle your bank accounts. But before we do, I wanted to say thanks again to Mint Mobile for bringing you all today's bag of popcorn. If you're still using one of the big wireless providers, you have to ask yourself, what are you really paying for? Sometimes I look down at my phone and I'm just trying to watch a simple YouTube video and it won't even work. And I ask myself this very question. And this is where Mint Mobile comes in. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything they do is online. With Mint Mobile, you can cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month and every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text you even get to choose how much data you want for your plan that's between 3 8 or 12 gigabytes of 4g lte data so to get your wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get it shipped to your door for free go to mintmobile.com popcorn finance again that's mintmobile.com popcorn finance so the high five banking method is based around using five bank accounts uh, so could you go through and explain to us, you know, what is the high five banking method and how is it structured? Yes. So the high five banking method is a complementary um, strategy of how to organize your finances for your budget and for your financial goals. Again, a lot of people don't like to budget or they're intimidated by it. So this is kind of like a baby step into budgeting because it was created from how I actually budget. And it's composed of two checking accounts and three savings accounts. So the first two checking accounts is gonna be for your bills because everyone has bills. This is putting a priority on saving the money for your bills so it can go right away where it needs to go. After that, it's gonna be your lifestyle checking account. I like to have this one separate from your bills because a lot of people accidentally overspend their money for mm -hmm. their bills and they double dip, they are late on their bills. And there's a lot of contradiction when you have these bills and your lifestyle checking account together. That's why I always promote people to have a separate checking account specifically for entertainment, for buying clothes, all the hobbies that they naturally have, because it is good to have, you know, your own spending that you don't feel guilty about. And now when we go into the three savings accounts, these are very important things that a lot of people don't really think about is their financial goals. The first savings goal is your emergency fund. This is where it actually should match or replicate very closely to your bills account. After that is going to be their long-term goals savings account. Not everyone has long-term goals, and I'm very aware of that. And But when you do get in the position where you have long-term goals, you know exactly where to save for that. It's going to be in your long-term goals account. This is if you're buying a house, you're saving for a wedding, you're going to have a baby in the future. All of the big purchases that are going to take you longer than a year to realistically save for. 
And last but not least, your last savings account is gonna be your short-term goals account. This account has been very special to me personally because you're pretty much saving for what you want without going into debt for it. And that's the main purpose of this account. So if you wanna buy a new iPhone, you wanna update um, your home, you wanna save for a mini getaway, all of the small things that you know that you want to do this year, you can save for it in advance without having to go into debt. And that is the high five banking method. Once you have all five accounts, you can give your finances a high five. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that it, because it's it's simple, but it sounds very effective in the way that each item is uh, really separated out. Uh, one thing I want to ask you, though, is with having five bank accounts, what is your recommendation for people to... Uh, avoid fees because like for me i know there's a lot of like if you especially if you bank at a physical bank like uh one of the i won't name any banks i won't, I won't shame anybody <laughs> but if you bank at any of the like the big physical brick and mortar banks a lot of them they have minimum requirements for balances or for direct deposits so what is your recommendation to keep this as affordable and fee-free as possible there's a lot of like little ways that you can manipulate that. One of the ways that um, a lot of people don't realize is that you can split up your direct deposit mm. from your employer. So you can do that for your lifestyle account or for your savings accounts as well. But if you don't wanna take that route of splitting up your direct deposits or just keeping track of having the minimum amount of money that they request or the minimum transactions, I always recommend to check out online banks because they, offer checking accounts for free, saving accounts for free with no minimum requirements, no fees, no hidden fees. I think that's the biggest one is the hidden oh, fees. Yeah. And it makes it very simple to organize your finances. And specifically when you're looking at your savings accounts, uh, one of the biggest things I always recommend is to have your emergency fund on an online bank. Don't keep it at your brick and mortar bank because right when you see the money, you get start getting tempted to spend the money. Oh, yeah. And if you keep it in a regular account at your bank, your savings account for your emergency fund, a lot of times you're collecting pennies. It's, you're better off actually using an online bank that offers a high yield savings account to collect a little bit more interest <laughs> compared <laughs> to a few pennies from your big bank. So that's why I always recommend people to the accounts that you currently have, see if you can give them, repurpose them. Cause that's what I did. I repurposed the accounts that I currently had at my big bank and the ones that didn't work, I canceled them and I positioned, I repurposed new accounts at an online bank. So that gave me the flexibility of having the best of both worlds and making sure that I'm avoiding fees. That's what I personally do. And that's why I recommend it to other people to just check out online banks. Give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great advice. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the uh, many of the online banks for that reason. And the simplicity, the lack of fees and the higher interest rates. It, it's it makes it makes perfect sense. Yes. And, I, I, and we're always online anyways. We're not really physically as millennials. I don't physically go to the bank that much. So it, it works perfectly, honestly. Exactly. I used to work at a bank and I don't want to go into a bank. So uh, <laughs> I completely understand that. And, you know, I had I have a, I have so many questions for you because I'm really fascinated with with the, the high five banking method. But I just have quick rapid fire ones I'll throw at you for the two checking accounts. Do you keep debit cards for each of those? Like, do you do you how do you transact within those two accounts? I do have debit cards realistically for my 
for my bills. I'm not really swiping my debit card like that. I have one credit card that I have specifically for my bills and I only use that money on swipe my credit card if I know that I have the money in my bills account to pay for it. Mm. And it's the same thing for my lifestyle account. I have one credit card specifically for my lifestyle account. I spend on my lifestyle and then I pay off the credit card balance with the money that's in my lifestyle account. Cause I, I'm really big on using your credit card like a debit card. And that is one of the best ways that I've been able to use those accounts with the credit cards, combining them. But if it's something that I need to buy, I do have a debit card though <laughs> on hand if I need to swipe my debit card and I don't want to swipe it on my credit card. But for a lot of people who are in credit card debt, I would recommend to just have a debit card. And Again, if you have a credit union or a big bank that have a limit, like a, you know, a transaction limit of like a lot of times it's like 10 transactions you have to do in your lifestyle, definitely see if you can hit that minimum using your debit card. That's one way, to, another way to avoid fees. So that's what I recommend. I do it a little differently than some people who might be in credit card debt because I'm not in debt, but I do, I am very realistic that everyone does use their cards differently. Okay, that was a great explanation. Thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, I really appreciate you walking us all through the high five banking method. And if people want to learn more, maybe they have some more follow-up questions for you on, on how they can implement this into their own financial lives. What's the best way to reach out to you and find out more? Definitely reach out to me on Instagram. I do Q&A Tuesdays about the Hi-Fi banking method and other financial topics. Also on my website, thepoiselifestyle.com. You can send me an email or a comment on the actual blog. It's a very detailed blog. <laughs> so you might get a lot of your answers answered right there. And those are probably the two best ways to ask me questions or get more information about the Hi-Fi banking method. All right, perfect. And I'll put all that in the show notes. That way people can easily go find you. And I highly recommend checking out the videos that you're putting out because the quality is amazing. You just, I mean, <laughs> it's not your typical YouTube video, Instagram video. The quality is like, hmm. I'm, I was like, do you have a team of people working behind you building this? Because these are, these are, the quality is amazing. So yeah, definitely thank worth your you. time going out uh, the work that you're doing. So Cyrene Needs, thank you so much for uh, for joining me and uh, hopping here on the, on the show to share the High Five Banking Method. Thank you so much, Chris, and hopefully I'll be back soon. Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> yeah, boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins. Hey, I am launching a brand new podcast called This is Awkward with my good friend and multi-time guest of the show, Allison from Inspired Budget. And you can go and subscribe to that show now, right where you're listening to this show here. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, all those places. It will be launching on March 4th. And if you need a little more convincing before you go and click that subscribe button, here's a little taste of what you can expect from This is Awkward. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Alice. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Okay. Here we All go. Right. Here we go. I got this. I had to get that out of me first. Okay. Hey, this is Chris. <laughs> that was so loud. Why was it so loud? <laughs> Shouted it at me. That was so loud. All right. Let's try this again. All right. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Allison. And you're listening to This Is Awkward, where we're going to be sharing some awkward money situations. And I have one for you, Chris, that I need to tell you about. Please tell me. I oh need my to hear this. Okay. You have not heard this yet. And I'm so excited to tell you. Okay. Whenever my husband, Matt, and I were getting married, we had um, 
a budget. My mom had saved some money whenever I was dating this guy in college. By the way, me and that guy in college broke up. But she started saving money <laughs> because she was like, oh, Allison's going to get married one day. And she was saving all of this money for me to pay for the wedding. And so she said, whatever you don't use, you can keep. Mm. And I was like, done. So Born it was. The courthouse. I know. <laughs> so. It wasn't, it was, I don't know, I can't remember, it was maybe like twenty or $22,000. And so during the process of planning my wedding with my mom, she would keep trying to make these like upsells to my wedding, like <laughs> make it fancier. Like, what if we did this and it would be more money? And I would be like, nope, nope, veto, veto. And I think she figured out I was just trying to save money for myself and was probably like, this is awkward. <laughs> I, I you don't know how much I love that story. <laughs> and I, this is why we started this show, because not only is it fun hearing other people's <laughs> awkward money situations and awkward money stories, we really enjoy discussing them. And there's times where you can't have these discussions with your family and friends because they're the reasons why the situation is awkward. So that's what Allison and I are going to be here for, to help walk you through awkward money situations you have, such as trying to keep <laughs> the wedding money that your mom <laughs> saved for you. <laughs> We ended up keeping like $4,000. I don't know. We turned around and like paid off credit cards or something. But still, like, I just wanted to keep some of that money, you know? I don't blame you. I would have gotten, I, we would have gotten married in my parents' front yard. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hey, we'll see y'all later. We're going on a trip. <laughs> this is Awkward. It's going to be coming out every two weeks. We're going to be bringing you episodes filled with other awkward situations cannot wait and we want you no we need you to call into this show we need you yeah this, this show cannot happen unless you call in actually <laughs> <laughs> otherwise we're gonna have to be calling in with fake voices <laughs> and our impressions are not very good so please call in to 707 200 8259 and share your awkward money story with us 